0: Buddy, welcome to Midnight Radio. I am your host, Jerry Adams. It's good to see you here today. I have some stories to go over with you today. There's one story that I told you I was going to tell you last time, but I didn't go over it. It's my bad. There was a Missouri woman who was kidnapped and murdered. We're going to go into that today. And that, that investigation led me into a whole bunch of things. We're going to go into that really deeply today. Warning, a lot of this is very disturbing. As I was researching these incidents, I got sick to my stomach, and I'm saying if you listen to the rest of the show, you might too. Not only because of what the stories contain, because of the level of censorship I found. There is a... I'm trying to find a word, an epidemic of pregnant women being murdered by other women and having the babies ripped from their stomach. We're going to talk about that today and how it's being covered up. It's being reported, but quickly the news stories are fading away through the algorithm of Google. So it wasn't easy to get these stories and the number of them. All these stories I'm reporting you, other than the Missouri one, are from Texas also have an update for you. I have two updates. The La Plata murders, uh, the five people that were found murdered in the home in La Plata. We have an update on that. There's an Iowa teen who killed her rapist. She's on the run now. We're going to update you on that. An influencer, Miss Mercedes Moore, who was murdered. I'm going to talk to you about that. There's also an epidemic. I mean the numbers are incredible. The number of women influencers being murdered by crazed fans. We're gonna go over that. A story of a woman who kills her friend and steals the unborn baby from her stomach. Her name was Taylor Renee Parker. She recently got her judgment. We'll talk about that. And in Harris County, Heidi Brassard she was killed for an unborn baby. We're gonna go over this story. And more today on Midnight Radio. If you'd like to call in with a comment or a question, the phone number is 325-261-0892. That is 325-261-0892. Once again, 325 261 Leave up to a three-minute voicemail message or comment about the stories we're going over today. Also feel free to email me if you have a story you'd like me to go over. I would love I'd love to get that from you. The email is midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. That is midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. And once again, midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. There'll be a link to all the stories that we're going over today in our show notes for the podcast, which is available in any of your favorite podcast apps. We're in Apple. We're in Google. We're in my favorite, actually, is Amazon Music. We're in that, and we're available in your smart, your smart speaker. Just tell it to play the Midnight Radio podcast. First story up. I'm going to go over is the Maryland man kills X and family in tragic quadruple murder scene in Playa. So in that house in Playa. He killed his ex-girlfriend and three others before turning the gun on himself. His name was Andre Sells, 28. He entered a La Plata home, shot dead his ex-girlfriend, 21-year-old Sarah Mann. Sells also killed Mann's brother, Kai, 18, her mother, Somali, and another man in the home, Javon Watson, 23. Sells then killed himself. His gun was recovered at the scene. Police said the homeowner returned to the Wildflower Drive Drive house about 30 miles south of Washington, D.C., just before four to find five dead bodies. So that was the father that came home. And this ex-boyfriend of this girl, and we're going to continue to cover this case so we can get the full story of this tragedy And he comes home, he finds his wife murdered, his daughter murdered, his son murdered, some duty doesn't know murdered, and the person that did it murdered. This is a tragedy. Now there were two young children who were initially unaccounted for as police surveyed the scene, but they were found shortly after, safe and unharmed at another location. The motive is still unknown. To me it seems like... Scorn lover. All right. We have an Iowa teen. Remember the Iowa teen that killed a rapist?
1: Right now, officials are searching for Piper Lewis after she escaped custody yesterday morning. It happened around 6.15. Lewis has also cut off her GPS tracker. Now there's a warrant out for her arrest. Piper Lewis was 15 years old when she admitted to killing 37-year-old Zachary Brooks in Des Moines in 2020. She said Brooks raped her several times before she killed him. Back in September, a Polk County judge sentenced Lewis to five years probation and deferred judgment she was also ordered to pay $150,000 in restitution her case gained national attention a GoFundMe was set up for Piper Lewis to help her pay that restitution it surpassed half a million dollars
0: so I keep hearing that I, I went in I saw this case before and the judge apologetically said he had to give her the hundred well the $150,000 restitution charge because that's what the law is in that state. So everybody was outraged at it. It seemed like even the judge that had to impose it was, and hopefully they changed that law or put certain categories that need to be filled out before it's applicable. But people were outraged and a GoFundMe was set up and she got $562,633 raised. So, the amount of restitution was easily paid. The people have spoken. They took care of that for her. But she is very young. She's 18. So let's look at that. She was also put on probation for a, a number of years. So she had a, a ankle bracelet on that was tracking her. And what she did was she cut it off and went away. And this is sad because... I mean, somebody her age that has a big sum of money like that from nowhere. That's going to influence you. It's going to influence you a lot. And I don't think she has some strong people in her life. So on Friday, a report of violation of probation was made requesting that a probation violation hearing be scheduled upon her apprehension and ordering that her deferred judgments are revoked and her original sentences imposed. Uh, That is horrible.
2: GoFundMe has frozen that money.
0: So she didn't even get the money. So I told you I would report on this last episode, but I didn't. I don't know why it's not, it wasn't because of a lack of time. I must've skipped over it, but this is, this was reported by the department of justice about a woman who was kidnapped and murdered, but there was more to it than that. Here we go.
2: In the case of Ashley Bush, a pregnant woman found dead in Missouri. Her unborn child was also found dead. A warning. Some of the details you're about to hear are very graphic. We just got the U.S. District Court of Missouri's criminal complaints for Jamie and Amber Waterman, the suspects in this case. The documents detail how investigators say the Missouri couple killed 33-year-old Ashley Bush of Salem Springs. Bush, who was 31 weeks pregnant, was reported missing by her fiancé, Josh Willis, on October 31st. Her fiancé said she disappeared in a vehicle with a woman who she had met up with to go to a job interview. Investigators say they were able to locate the Watermans through Facebook and phone messages investigators say amber waterman shot and killed bush and the couple burned her body we confirmed that the watermans have both been transported from the mcdonald county detention center it's unclear if they will face a judge today we'll have more on this investigation tonight on the news at five nine and ten
0: So, they have now been charged in federal court for their roles in the kidnapping and murder of 33-year-old Ashley Bush and the 31-week-old baby she was carrying. Amber Waterman and her husband, Jamie Waterman, were charged in separate criminal complaints. According to the federal criminal complaint, Amber Waterman kidnapped Bush between... October 31st and November 2nd, in order to claim her unborn child as her own, she allegedly transported Bush from Marysville, Arkansas, oh, Maysville, Arkansas, to Pineville, resulting in her death. Jamie Waterman is being charged with one count of being an accessory after the fact to kidnapping, resulting in death. So I was investigating this. I told you, I had it ready, I was going to, go over it with you yesterday, but for whatever reason I didn't. I was going over it today and I remembered here where close to where I am a few years ago, let me tell you this story. There was a pregnant woman in her early twenties, and out where I live, I live in the Badlands of Texas, and some of the only jobs around here are working on Oil rigs, driving trucks. These are the kind of jobs here. Driving trucks, working on a solar farm, working on a wind farm, something like this. Her husband was a truck driver, if I'm not mistaken. I'll tell you why I might be mistaken here in a minute. But she was there at the house on her own. She was pregnant. She was posting on Facebook a lot because she was pregnant. She was excited. Every doctor's appointment she would put on there. Every time she got some new baby clothes she'd post them on there. Isn't this cute? Can't wait for the baby. There was a woman. There was a woman who contacted her through Facebook and said, "Hey, you know I have some baby clothes and a you know a crib that you might be interested in. You know I can bring it to your house." She said okay and she Message her her address there on Facebook Messenger. In this case, the baby was born, newborn. She goes over there. She kills a mother, steals the newborn. Gets caught by Texas Rangers. So that's the story I was going to bring to you because it was a story that I remembered. It was quite shocking and I wanted to refresh myself in the details and that's why I might not remember what the husband did for living If he drove a truck or what he did, I believe that's true. And did she cut the baby out of her stomach or was the baby already born? Oh, I'm a little fuzzy on that too, but I couldn't find it because it'd been wiped from the internet now, I read this when it was new, and all, all these stories, the dates are fresh. This one about that happened to that lady might have been a year or two ago now, or barely pre-pandemic, I believe. And um, I noticed that Google removed removed it from the algorithm. Now it was reported on from the main news agencies at the time as I think it should be. but you can't not find these stories and the, these stories I'm giving you except for the one here that happened in Maryland because this was a national story. I was looking up the lady that this happened to and all these stories that I'm going to go over here in a minute are from Texas. So they're not national. There's a lot more if I would have went national for all these recently, these are recent stories recent as in with within the past two, three months. You might not have heard about them in your region. But they are, they are in Texas, and they're still available now, but they fall through the cracks of time because of Google. Google whitewashes them, and I don't know why I'm investigating that. Uh, so I wound up having to use something else instead of Google to find these things. And then I also found that there's a massive amount of influencers that are on, on um Instagram, mainly Instagram and Facebook and other things that are having men become infatuated with them and being murdered. I know you might have heard of some of these stories, but if you go to look it up, they're going to be gone if they aren't already. Shocking. These are shocking stories. So this is a story about a Harris County woman. This this new this next tragedy here Saharas so County woman accused of kidnapping and killing her childhood friend in order to steal her baby this is from march it's really sad because you'll have man all of these women that have somebody murdering them and taking their baby it's a woman that does it and it's Usually, their friend. Sometimes, people they've known for years, even before they were pregnant. And they're usually young. It's horrible. And also, these women who are doing these murders, if you ever commit a crime, they go to your Instagram, they go to your Facebook page, and you look like an idiot when they pull up your pictures of you trying to look cute. And you're the murderer later. You know, you, you, you really look bad. So please consider that if you decide to do a crime.
1: Kidnapping and killing her longtime friend and then stealing her baby has a court appearance scheduled for tomorrow. This is the first time that Megan Muska could face a judge in months. ABC
0: 13's Jessica Willey is live with background on this case and what we can expect tomorrow.
1: Yeah, Gina, it's a pretrial hearing tomorrow in Austin. If Megan Thiermuska is present, it will be the first time in more than a year. Her last hear- hearing was via Zoom. One of the things expected to be addressed, this motion to suppress evidence. It claims that law enforcement had no probable cause to search Thiermuska's home or car. No trial date has been set. More than two years have passed. Margot Carey is now two years old, though this is an older photo. The toddler is walking and talking, and her mother, Heidi, never saw any of it. Makes me angry. <laughs> it's... These beautiful kids don't deserve this.
0: She didn't deserve this.
1: It was December 2019 when Heidi Broussard went missing in Austin. A surveillance camera captured her at her son's school before authorities say she got into a car with her longtime friend Megan Firmuska. Heidi had her baby Margot with her. She was just a few weeks old. A week later, Heidi's body was found in the trunk of the car hidden behind the home of Megan's boyfriend near Jersey Village. She had been strangled. Baby Margo was found inside the house unharmed with Megan. She insisted the baby was hers. She was first questioned on the back porch. Investigators believe the motive was that Megan wanted a baby. She pretended to be pregnant and even registered for baby items online. Heidi's fiance, Shane Carey, spoke about it in 2020 to ABC News. It was like pretty much at the same time, Megan said that she had the same date as Heidi. You never questioned it? I never questioned it at all. Megan, now 36 years old, is charged in Travis County with two counts of kidnapping, tampering with evidence and capital murder. She has been in jail for more than two years, held on a $1.6 million bond. There has been little movement in the case with lots of turnover, including the judge and a defense attorney. Carrie's most recent post on Facebook was exactly two years since he last saw his fiancée. Quote, I can't believe it's been two years since my kid's mother was taken from us. These past two years have been so challenging without Heidi, but we have found ways to remember her every day. We miss her more than words can describe.
0: One of the most shocking and foundationally shaking aspects of all these Murders of one woman murdering the other one. They're friends. But they're faking that they're pregnant and they're faking that they're pregnant on social media. We're coming up to story next about a woman. And this is probably going to be our focus. And the depths and the links that she went to to fake that she was pregnant is unbelievable Posting every day, talking about being hungry, what she's eating for breakfast, just anything a pregnant woman would do. The cravings, indigestion because of baby hair, all kinds of different sick things she was never pregnant. And it looks like not only are they not pregnant, but they're putting—they're saying that their dates of being of having a baby is the same as their friends. So they've been planning on murdering them from the beginning. Ladies, if you get pregnant and your friend gets pregnant too, be careful. This is a warning sign. And this is something else. I cannot remember the name right now. Maybe it will clear up as I talk to you. This is, there, there's, a, there's a term for somebody who lives in an altered state of reality in their mind. And I can't remember the name of it. It, it was a, it's a mental disorder where they live in a constant state of fantasy and I think that's mixed in with these women who are murdering their friends. This is beyond sick, and it's, not, it's being underreported. I'm going to go over the case of the influencer that was murdered, and then we're going to go deeper into a next baby murderer here in a minute. If you would like to call in, you have a comment or question, if, this, if these things outrages you, I'd like to hear about it. Am I a voice echoing in the wilderness? No, this is a talk show. I'd like to talk to you. 325-261-0892. 325-261-0892. You can email me at midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. How many of these stories have you heard about? And there's a lot more. There's a lot more. And the fact that it's being censored by social media, and by uh, Google, which what would you call that now? I call it almost like your Google overlords. I find that more sick than anything. That I'm going to try to do something about. I'm, I'm not sure what yet. And how many influencers are being murdered? It's almost like social media is contributing to the murder of these people, so they hide it. The social media is hiding it. Do you know how many people have died? Who wouldn't have died? I mean, I can't blame Facebook. I can't blame all these other social media companies. I can't blame them. But if the mothers were not on Facebook, if these people didn't decide that being an influencer was a viable career option, they would still be alive if they did something else. Influencer Miss Mercedes Moore dies in murder-suicide. Model and social media influencer, she was found dead in her Texas apartment, according to authorities who believe she was a victim of a murder-suicide. They determined the cause of death was strangulation. A man suspected of killing her, Kevin Alexander Accorda of 34 Florida, was also found dead inside of the apartment from multiple sharp force trauma. According to the medical examiner, police say they saw no signs of forced entry at her unit. They also do not believe that the model, who has over 2 million followers on Instagram, had a prior relationship with the killer. More sister has since posted on Instagram about her sister's tragic death. Yesterday was the worst day of my life. My heart is gone. My soul is gone. She went on to say how how she checked on her sister a few days prior and all was well. She was thankful she had the chance to show her love. Me and mom talked to you on Thursday to check on you and per usual you were having an amazing time. We talk every day. I'm so happy we said we loved you. I'm sorry. I got to see your face one last time. I'm effing sorry. I hate this for you. Elsewhere in the caption, she said she knew her sister fought her hardest. These stories are being whitewashed. After they come out, they're being taken off where they're really hard to find. I found. I find that... Oh, so alarming. Oh, so alarming. I find it outrageous. I was talking to somebody on this, about this, on No Agenda Social. For those of you that know what that is, it's a Mastodon server where the cool kids hang out. And they said, well, it was a a woman. And she said, maybe they're not reporting on this because they don't want copycats but it is being reported over the main news agencies. It's just being removed later. And really the ones that are being moved removed or anything that has to do with social media, with social media's involvement. In this case, I'm going to read to you now. It's called womb raider. They're going to, it doesn't appear that Facebook per se, it, it was in the story, but it, It wasn't the cause of it, so that's okay. And I have three of these different stories that I'm going to read to you because they all show different aspects of the story. The suspect accused of killing a pregnant Texas mom and her unborn baby last week appeared to fake her own pregnancy on Facebook before murdering her so-called friend, in her home while her other daughter was sleeping. 21-year-old Reagan Hancock, who was almost eight months pregnant, was discovered dead in her home in New Boston, Bowie County, on Friday by her own mother. Her unborn child had been forcibly cut from her stomach, and she had been left to die. The assailant was soon after identified as 27-year-old Taylor Parker, who took the infant to a hospital in Oklahoma nearly 50 miles away The child was pronounced dead on arrival. It emerged soon after the grisly crime was reported that Parker was a friend of Reagan's who was already a mother to a three-year-old and was expecting her second daughter with her husband Homer in November. Reagan's grandmother wrote in Facebook post that the alleged killer attacked her heavily pregnant granddaughter while little Kylie was asleep in bed. So the three-year-old was in bed asleep. When her murder, when her mother was being murdered, it was reported the two women are friends on Facebook. And Parker, who also goes by the name Taylor Morton, appears to have photographed the victim's engagement and September 2019 wedding. So this friend who murdered her and ripped the baby out of her stomach was her friend. She took photographs at the victim's engagement and photos for the wedding just a year before she killed her unborn baby. According to Reagan's Facebook post, Parker spent time with the victim, even delivering her a baby gift and Starbucks coffee the day before the alleged murder. She even commented on one of Reagan's engagement family photos from 2019, writing my faith family in the comments prior to the fatal attack. Parker also posted photos of her own apparently fake pregnancy, sharing a pic in August of a pregnant woman with her face somewhat obscured. The assailant's Facebook profile also included photos that indicate she has children of her own. Parker was caught Friday when she was pulled over to a traffic stop by a state trooper while flinging across state lines with the stolen infant. There is more on this. Parker reportedly told the state trooper that she had just given birth on the side of the road and the baby was not breathing. The trooper called an ambulance and the two were transported to the hospital where the baby was pronounced dead. You know, it was reported in another story that the umbilical cord was still attached to the baby and Taylor, is that right? Parker. Parker had it in her pants. So the, she had the umbilical cord of the baby tucked in her pants, still attached to the baby. She was taken to the hospital there. The doctors told investigators it wasn't possible that Parker had given birth, which led authorities to link the woman to Reagan's murder. We're in pieces. Regan's mother told the reporters of her daughter slaying, I wouldn't wish this on anyone. A local CBS News affiliate reports that the suspect accused of cutting the young woman's unborn baby from her belly on October 9th has now been transferred to Bowie County, in East, Texas. Parker's been charged with murder and kidnapping, as well as capital murder by terror, threat, other felony. Her bond was set at $5 million. Very tragic, very tragic. Now, she was sentenced. A Texas woman was convicted of capital murder for killing a pregnant woman. This is October 3rd. To take her unborn baby. And and another reason I'm going to these different stories of the same thing is because they reveal more... You won't believe the things her defense tried to get away with. A Bowie County jury in Northeast Texas deliberated about an hour before finding Taylor Renee Parker, 29, guilty of the October 2020 murder of Reagan Michelle Simmons Hancock, 21, and the abduction of the daughter cut from her womb who later died. The verdict of a jury of six men and women came after three weeks of sometimes grisly testimony. Parker's attorneys argued that the baby was never alive and moved to dismiss a kidnapping charge, which would have lowered the capital murder charge just to murder. Thus, why in opening statements, we spent so much time on definitions. You can't kidnap a person who has not been born alive. Said Jeff Harrelson in the final argument to the jury. Prosecutor said, however, that several medical professionals testified the infant had a heartbeat when born. They also recounted Parker's actions leading to the day Simmons Simmons was killed. We have methodically laid out what She Parker did why she did it all the moving parts and all the collateral damage. The best evidence the state of Texas has that baby was born is a lie. Is that Taylor Parker said it wasn't alive. I'll say that again. The best evidence the state of Texas has that baby was born alive is that Taylor Parker said it wasn't. That's what the prosecutor Kelly crisp said. The prosecutor Lauren Richards recounted all of the masquerades Parker performed for different people, including the pregnancy she faked leading up to the killing. In the past two weeks, the evidence has never been more clear. She's a liar, a manipulator, and now she's going to be held accountable for it. She reminded the jury of how Reagan was beaten in the head at least five times with a hammer with such force that the blow's Compressed her skull into her brain. The pain Reagan must have felt when Taylor started cutting her abdomen hip to hip. It's indescribable. Richard said that when Taylor had the baby and Reagan was still alive, that's when Taylor started slashing and cutting. She can't leave her alive. It was no quick death. She just kept cutting her. I guess Reagan wouldn't die fast enough for Taylor to get out of there and get on with her plans. Prosecutors seeking the death penalty, although jurors may opt for a life with no parole. This is outrageous, isn't it? So I have this other story about the same, this other account of the same story. I'm going to read this to you. Taylor Renee Parker was, she pleaded not guilty capital murder and kidnapping in the October 2020 deaths of Reagan, Michelle Simmons Hancock and the daughter who died after being cut from her mother's womb, Authorities say Simmons Hancock was stabbed and cut more than 100 times and her skull crushed with a hammer in her new Boston, Texas home before a scalpel was used to remove her unborn baby. Parker is also charged with non-capital murder in connection with the baby's death. Assistant District Attorney told the Bowie County Jury Monday that Parker, 29, acted not because she wanted a baby but to keep from losing her boyfriend. Chris said Parker disguised herself to make her look pregnant for nearly 10 months. The boyfriend did not know this. He wanted a baby. She faked ultrasounds, had a gender reveal party, and posted about her fake pregnancy on social media while searching for a possible victim. And I'll tell you this right now, I might have got this from a different story. She left that day when she she left that day to go to her friend's house to murder her and take the baby. She told her boyfriend that it was time for her to be induced and he thought that she was going to the hospital. This was this was so planned. I'm sure there was ever excuse made why he couldn't be there. I mean, how do you fake something like that? I guess you have to be young. The You have to be the um, father or alleged father or father not to be, would have to be young and foolish and not know about these things because as a father and your wife's pregnant, you go to the doctor with her and you see the ultrasounds and you're both thrilled and he wouldn't have had any of that. All he would have had is her word on it. The district attorney said that she didn't act because she wanted the baby, but to keep from losing her boyfriend, I submit to you this, maybe she didn't want the baby at all. Did she kill the baby on purpose? She faked ultrasound. She had a gender reveal party. She posted about her fake pregnancy on social media while searching for a possible victim. How did we get here? How did we get this far? She is an actress, an actress of the highest order. The lies and fraud go on and on. The layers of fraud are staggering. You're going to have to understand the fraud to understand what happened on October 9th. This started months and months ahead of time until it passed the point of no return. And it ended up in homicide, leaving the victim's three-year-old daughter alone with her dying mother. Parker then drove with the baby in her lap. When a state trooper stopped the car and sent the child to a hospital in nearby Idabel, Oklahoma, authorities said the child later died. Witnesses said Parker, who could not conceive after a hysterectomy, had offered a hundred thousand for a surrogate mother and told her boyfriend that she had an induced delivery the day of the killing. Defense attorney Jeff Harrelson asked the six male and six female jury not to fall prey to their emotions to keep an open mind. It's a complicated case, factually and emotionally, he said. The law is a lens and filter you must view these facts through. Sometimes it's not black and white but a shade of gray. Parker could get the death penalty and life without parole if convicted of capital murder. Attorneys estimate they would present at least two weeks of testimony. New Boston is about 30 kilometers west of Texarkana, Texas. I will keep on this story with you. I will keep going over this with you. I got one more. Okay. Okay. So this is a different angle from a different article. This is a little more graphic. Parker told her boyfriend and others she was pregnant, held a gender reveal party on October 9, 2020. She said she was going to a hospital in Idabel, Oklahoma, to pre-register for labor according to the probable cause affidavit. The same morning, police in New Boston, Texas, west of Texarkana, received a 911 call from a woman who reported someone had killed her daughter. The affidavit said, Responding officers found the victim, who had been 34 weeks pregnant, with a large cut along her abdomen and the baby no longer inside. State troopers conducted a traffic stop of a car that morning during which they found Parker holding a baby in her lap and the umbilical cord was connected to the infant which appeared to be coming out of the female's pants as if she gave birth. That was in the affidavit. Parker and the baby were taken to the hospital in Bell, Oklahoma where hospital staff determined Parker had not given birth to the baby. Parker then admitted to being in a physical altercation with the victim and abducting the newborn baby from the victim's body. Parker caused the death of the baby, and she did not have consent to leave the home with the child and due to the inability to provide necessary care to the child, according to the affidavit. Now, the jury... Let's see, let me give you the exact date. It was October 4th, 2022. Now the jury can give her life in prison or the jury can give her the death penalty here in Texas. I would think she'd be getting the death penalty, but I think she'd probably want the death penalty. Have any of you women that are listening, have you ever gone to prison? Have you ever gone to jail? No judgment here. But if you've gone to prison, it seems to me and believe me, I, I interview people about being in jail, but I've only interviewed men, and I've, I've heard the stories, and i haven't I haven't uh, put those stories online or submitted these articles, but it gets really violent for child murderers and sex offenders in jail. It's a life you can imagine. What would it be like in a woman's prison for a woman like this? I want to know. Seriously, call me on this. If you're a prison guard and you're hearing me, what would it be like for a woman, even just as a woman? I want your opinion. What would it be like a life in prison for a woman that killed a pregnant woman, took the baby, and in the process, a baby was killed? What would that be like? Three two five two six one zero eight nine two. You can leave up to three. 3- minute voicemail message that is three two five two six one zero eight nine two three two five two six one zero eight nine two my email is midnightrad.io101gmail.com midnightrad.io101gmail.com at, gmail.com. Midnightrad.io at gmail.com. there's going to be a link to all these stories on the show notes on the podcast of this broadcast love to talk to you guys about this this is most except for that one story from the doj that i was supposed to talk about yesterday the one that happened in michigan these are these all happened in texas because i was trying to find that one story that i couldn't find that happened to a town near me and i couldn't find that anymore and i find out all these others that happened in texas recently and there were more these are just what i reported on uh nationwide it's staggering that's what happens i i look for one thing and i find more and i wind up having to do an article on it so the number of women that are murdering their friends or acquaintances and murdering them and taking the babies out of their stomach is alarming it is staggering and the fact that google is acting like big brother like a watchdog and if it, if it involved social media, and I don't mean about Parker who is saying that she was pregnant and posting that on, on Facebook, that's a free pass. But if there was any culpability from Facebook being used as a medium to perpetrate these crimes, they're taken away. So that is staggering too. I don't believe the news should be censored. Matter of fact, isn't that in the constitution? Does uh, Google and these other social media companies, do they not work with the current administration? I'm not saying the government. I'm talking about the current administration because they sure didn't work with Trump, did they? Maybe they did, but it was behind closed doors. The fact is, news should not be censored. These things are horrific. You getting this information can help you better protect yourself. Well, maybe it'll cause people to copycat the crime. No, it'll cause you to know to be careful what you put on social media. And these influencers that are being murdered by the dozens, it'll let you know that, hey, maybe I shouldn't put all my information out on Facebook. Maybe I shouldn't put it all out on YouTube. Maybe there's a danger here. And if I do, and if I do, at least I know about what could potentially happen. And there's other Steps I can take to protect myself. This is dangerous. Thank you for joining me today. I'm going to be back again tomorrow. Still working on that scheduling for you. I hope you didn't forget to set your time back. These are hard stories to go over. Another thing I'm currently working on is my short story, Haunted Pussycat is, is going to be ready to come out pretty soon. I'm having computer AI do the artwork for it. And it is the creepiest stuff I've ever seen. It's disturbing me too. It's the computer artwork. There's something about the lifelike, soulless, demented pictures it comes up with, and I'm not giving it demented prompts. You should see the one for Angry Girlfriend. I'll be back next time. Until then... God bless.